wasn't even a Gengar. It was a Wobbuffet. And we lived that way, and it was terrifying. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Anthony, are you one of those people that gets a lot of mosquito bites? I'm not, actually. I'm not. I, I actually, I remember one time in New York uh, when I was living there, we had bed bugs and I didn't Ooh. know it for like a week. My, the, the, person, the person that I was dating, uh, her roommate brought bed bugs home from somebody they were dating. Oh, and then no. my partner brought them over to my place and she was like itchy. And she was like, I, I don't like, know. Does this, bed, does this bed have a massager? Oh, no, that's just an entire layer of, of undulating creatures on my bed. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just <laughs> I'm just in some sort of like some sort of gigarian fucking egg sac that I sleep in. What's the problem? Uh, yeah. So so she she was getting bites and I was like, well, are you, are you like, I don't know where you like, are you sure? Do you know where they could be? Like, do you know what's going on? And we did have bed bugs and like I, I apparently was getting bit, but I didn't know. Uh, and I wasn't getting bit as much as her. Uh, I've, I'm, I've always been, it was the one saving grace that I had living in Florida genetically. I can't deal with heat. I can't deal with humidity. Uh, I can't, I'm, <laughs> this isn't, I mean, I guess it's partially genetic. I'm, I was Jewish. They don't like that. Uh, but like, <laughs> um, at least not the part of the Florida that I was in, but, uh, I didn't get mosquito bites the same way everybody else did. It didn't drive me nuts. Well, I'm sure you've you've been in a situation with people, loved ones, friends. Uh, there's always somebody that's like, oh, my God, I, I constantly get uh, mosquitoes love me. They love yeah. me. When I was growing up, my sister always complained. And, you know, my family joked, my parents joked, oh, you must have delicious blood. Yeah, or something. It's, you just, know, it's just because you're so sweet. They like you because you're exactly. so sweet. You're so sweet. But I was one of those people that didn't get a lot of mosquito bite. We would, you know, we'd go on vacation uh, to the swamp, you know, as, as one does. Yeah. And uh, we'd hitch, uh, the my airboat, would get, hitch the airboat to the station wagon yeah, and head to the just swamp. Go right out down to the swamp, you know, for some good swamping. Yeah. Swamping fun. That's um, another thing I didn't do in Florida. Swamping. Very big down there. They love they love the airboats in the swamps. Yeah, I, I believe it. I, I watched uh, Bloodline. I, I, I saw that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my sister would get a bunch of mosquito bites. Come back, she'd be, she'd be crying and and unhappy and have the calamine lotion everywhere. And uh, I'd be like, I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, now I had heard at least at, at least I had heard or I had read or maybe this is just one of those apocryphal things that I decided was that I that I heard because a million other people heard it. But that's when you say the word apocryphal and then uh, define it in the same sentence for no reason. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I had always heard that. Yes, some people are more are more sensitive to mosquitoes. Mosquitoes go after them. But I also heard that women on average are more. Uh, sensitive to mosquitoes than men like like mosquitoes will go after them and also for whatever reason women were uh more affected by whatever the mosquitoes are injecting us with <laughs> well mosquito that was what juice. i had always heard what I is mean, it, 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 it what, my, my, i mean it's poison yeah, right they, but what is it 
It, well, there is a numbing agent. This is what I had heard. Okay. This is my, my assumption. I don't know where I heard this, where I picked this up, but I had always believed that there, there is a numbing agent that the, uh, the mosquito injects into you first mm-hmm. that, uh, causes you not to notice that the mosquito is, is leaching your blood out of you. Okay. And my understanding was that that numbing agent, some people are allergic to and others aren't as allergic to. And that okay. it's not that we, someone is getting bitten by the mosquito more often. It's that some people are just more allergic to the numbing agent and so have a more of a reaction. That tracks. That, that's, that's a, that is one of those things that makes sense when you hear it. And so you never ask the question again. Right. Well, <laughs> luckily, scientists have asked the question. And we got uh, this story they're posted always like, on our Discord. They're always like, oh, that's what we say, but we don't really know. <laughs> Listen, let's dude. actually let's not just believe something that somebody told us at some point. Uh, let's maybe look into it. Dave, yeah, no, scientists. No. What are you going to do? No, Dave. Uh, listen, here's the thing. We figured we we came up with a solution that we like. Here's here's what I'm saying. Right now, we've got a five step scientific method, right? Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. We can get rid of 80% of our work <laughs> if we just do the first step good. If we just come up with a hypothesis that's that's really, really good. Uh-huh. And good like, being believable. Yeah, because it's probably true, Dave. Like, listen, if we just, like, this mosquito thing that you're so, like, worked up about here's the thing numbing agent so they don't know we're biting them because they're weak they're weak little babies and if we know that they're biting us we'll slap them and then they'll die so they put a numbing agent in us and then oh no we're allergic to the numbing agent and that's why some people get mosquito bites and then we've solved it and then we can play with this new sweet ping pong table that i bought with our grant money I do love the ping pong table, Umberto. I do love it. And I want to buy into this plan. Then do it. Then just do it. It's not a plan. It's what mosquitoes do. It's how they work. <laughs> it's called living the secret, Dave. <laughs> I love it. Best two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Hypotheses or games of ping pong? I'll tell you what. Both, whoever, buddy. Both. both. Um, Great, because I got gotta, some fun got, ideas for cancer that we can just come up with real quick and then go home, and it will affect let's just, no let's one. Just knock out all the scientific questions over gonna, a game of ping pong. Yeah, yeah this comes from the moon. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I saw this story on our Discord, which you can uh, become a member at by uh, visiting our Patreon, patreon.com slash we have concerns. Uh, this was uh, sent to us by our old friend Mark, no nickname, Newfer. Now, before we even get into this story. Did you know? Anthony, yeah, you noticed. I was going to bring it up to you. I was going to see how long it took for you to notice because he changed it a little while ago. It's entirely possible that we've been butchering his name for actual years. Yeah, no. Okay, so here's here's the thing is I saw <laughs> that in the Discord, he actually changed his last name to the phonetic spelling of his last name. Because we are so dumb. Yeah. We just just kept calling him the wrong name for he kept giving us amazing stories. Yeah. We gave him, he earned a nickname. It's no nickname, but it's a nickname. 
Oh man, yet, his nickname could have been Spielberg because he kept giving us amazing stories. I didn't think of that. That's real good. No, but no that's nicknames better. No, you know what? No nickname. Newfer. It's Newfer. He had to change it because we're so bad at getting people's names right. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Sorry, Mark. Here's what we're going to do. I've never done this in my life. I'm going to change his nickname. To Spielberg? To Spielberg. I love it. He's now- Mark Spielberg Newfer. He's now he's now Spielberg because he gives us so many amazing stories and because we love fucked it. up the pronunciation of his last name for literal <laughs> years- but in our but in our defense, if you had to guess whether somebody's nickname was Nuffer or Newfer, you would think that Newfer was a Saturday morning cartoon from the early nineties about like a cool alien that skateboards. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, saw, oh, I shit. think I saw that I saw that amazing story about the uh, About Newfer. About Newfer. And the adults couldn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we thought it was Nuffer, because that's that's a last name and Nuffer is a cartoon. Man, now now I just want like, see, I changed his name to Spielberg, but now I'm picturing this skateboarding Nuffer. See, this is why (laughs) this is why it's tough to get a nickname and why you have to submit so many good stories before I'll give you one is because nicknames are hard and I'm bad at them. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Mark Nuffer Spielberg, Spielberg. Uh, he sent us this story about someone actually looked into this issue uh that someone or actually uh, several someone's but one of the team uh is this woman named leslie Vosshall. Uh, what's she, the issue a, man why do we need to know what mosquitoes do fuck off well no, i'll tell I'm you because sorry we, i'm sorry that was wrong of me to say <laughs> i'm sorry that was wrong of me to say i just don't care go on <laughs> i'm gonna make you care i'm gonna make you care because leslie Vosshall is a neurobiologist <laughs> And a mosquito expert okay. at Howard Hughes Medical Institute and the Rockefeller University. You have to wear, uh, you I have to take you, off your Anthony, shoes and put on uh, tissue boxes before they let you walk in to the Howard Hughes Center. That's true. Yeah, and, that's uh, and if you it's ask, mostly for germs. Yeah. It's really actually a, a smart scientific uh, approach. If but you it, ask them where the restroom is, a, they hand you a jar. <laughs> it's just a weird coincidence that yeah. their best practices are... <laughs> uh, but Le- uh, Leslie Vosshall has the title mosquito expert. She goes through her whole life, goes all around. All her friends know mosquito expert. Guess what question she gets asked more than anything else? Any party she goes to, any social gathering, any family meeting, any any casual acquaintance walking up saying mosquito expert. She hands her card to someone. Mosquito expert. Oh, I got a question for you, Leslie. Well, it's got to be. How come some people, how come it feels like I get bit all the time and my friends never get bit? Or how come I exactly. never get bit and my wife gets bit or my husband gets bit? That's right. Or my new or newfer, my alien friend keeps getting bit and it seems like he doesn't have the antibodies to deal with it. And, and none of the adults can see and him. None of the Why adults can see him and he's very sick now. <laughs> he doesn't even want to skateboard anymore. And it used he's to be his little life. Face goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Everybody, she says, uh, she says, quote, my mother, my sister, people in the street, my colleagues, everybody wants to know why are some people more attracted to mosquitoes than others? Is it even, is it even true? Is it even a case? Is it even, is or is it even that, real? Yeah. Is that apocryphal? Which would be, you know, a story that gets blown out of proportion. Yeah, it gets passed, uh, over, gets time. passed over time yeah. from person to yeah. person. And people just believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Leslie Vossall and her associates. Y'all can't see, but all the puppets in the in the robots in my room go crazy every time we say <laughs> apocryphal. It's true. It's the word of the day. Ah! Uh, 
the, uh, the she and her colleagues uh, decided to set out to answer this question once and for all, to put an end to the speculation, the wild rampant questioning that she gets incessantly. And they decided that it might as well have been numbing agent. No mention of the numbing agent in this entire story. But it might as well made have been. Me very sad. Because I, I think I've, I think I've actually related that story. I've, I've explained it very confidently to people oh, in that way. And I've people have been like, oh, said, that's interesting. I've definitely said it's connected to blood type or genetics or, you know, yes. all kinds of stuff. Well, this has been the prevalent uh, theory is that uh, blood type might have something to do with it, that there is some sort of, you know, differences in blood type, maybe, uh, maybe more one blood type, maybe more attractive to mosquitoes. Yeah. Uh, Vassal says evidence is weak for that. There's no evidence for blood type being the differentiator. So they decided to test this notion at all. Like, is this even a thing? Is, are mosquitoes actually attracted to one person over another? Now, and now their Jeff, theory was, sorry, go ahead. Jeff, I have to say, yes. we've known about mosquitoes now for at least 10 years. Uh, yes, I uh, yes, and more at least ten. We've all had the same question about mosquitoes for those for those ten years. Yes, Jeff. Yes, has nobody really got, looked into this before? Was there no research for her to build off of? Why did nobody look into this? It turns out a huge number of ping pong tables were sold. Uh, okay. People were just fucking off. And listen, correlation is not causation, pong. but not uh, causation. But I'll just say, listen, a lot of researchers who are like, we could look into this or use our grant money for the ping pong tables. Right. This could this could be apocryphal, which means <laughs> it's a story that's been passed from person to person until we just believe it. But I heard that the scientists all fucked off to play ping pong. That's that's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, th- it, this has not been scientifically tested. So here's their methodology. I find this fascinating. Here's what they, well, they, their theory, they went into this going, hey, not blood type. We think it's actually odor. There is a particular odor of oh. human that the mosquitoes prefer. If, so to test this. Because girls are stinky. Girls are stinky. Because girls are stinky and so mosquitoes bite them. It's. It's the cooties yeah. that make the scent, honestly. Mm. And uh, the more cooties you have. Yeah, the, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And the cootie is the scent, scent factory of the cell. And, <laughs> scent factory. And yeah. that's why. That's right. that's right. Yeah. Okay, so, so something about odor. But like before we even get into this, I'm going to say, look. I take a shower. All my friends take showers. Yeah. I know a lot of people. Yeah. Listen, I don't mean to brag, but I know a lot of people who bathe and smell nice. I can't smell a difference between me and these people. Mosquito can? You're not a mosquito. Well, this is what they wanted to find out. Mosquito they, they know went into for this. scent? Mosquito have nose? Uh, well, mosquito have t- long, thin nose. Have you ever seen mosquito under magnifying? That's cartoon mosquito. Cartoon mosquito have nose, but like. Based on truth. It's not that that mosquito drawing isn't apocryphal. No, what, what you mean, like people saw it and just took it as true and then passed it along from person to right. person until we all believed yeah. it. So, but, but like, 
cartoon Skeeto have nose, but I don't know much about anatomy of Skeeto. Skeeto have nose? Do smell? Yeah. Okay. Evidently. Because here's what they did. So Better than they me? Decided, Fuck off, Skeeto. Skeeto small. Skeeto smell you. All right. Skeeto smell your blood. All right, if you um, say so. So Vassal and, and her colleagues got together 64 participants for their study, mm-hmm. and they had them wear nylon stockings on their arms. Sure. As one does. Yeah. You know? After six hours, they decided that the nylon stockings smelled like your arm. You know? Six hours is Six hours enough. of nylon stocking. Just go about your day. Wear your, wear your nylon stocking on your arm for just, you know. I'm sick of people probably, asking me I mean, questions. Like, like, look. Now they're going to ask you questions I, about your arm stocking. Here's the thing. There's, I was going to say, they wear, the, they wear the stocking on their arm for six hours. It smells yeah. like them. Yeah. You can do a little science on it. But then there's a good resale market for used stockings <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. And you don't have to tell yes. them it was on your arm because you, what, you, you what they're f- buying. You got to fund the study somehow. Right. You know what I mean? What and by fund the study, I mean pay for the ping pong table. What they're buying is the story. Do you know what I mean? Is the belief. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? So like. The story that's been passed around from person to person without regard to whether it's true or right, not. Right. But then accepted as true. You mean like apocryphal. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me. Yeah. So, okay. So you wear this stocking for six hours. It has your. Yeah. It has your your body odor your scent. now this is not this is not a it's not like it's not like they ask people to sweat in the stock it's not like oh my gosh these are stinky stinky stockings it's literally just your whatever your human you know it, it's not a scent that you and i would be able to pick up sure okay so then they t- cut these nylons into pieces and took this is their last resort <laughs> suffocation no breathing <laughs> which again is explaining the the, the, expl- the the definition of suffocation right right yeah you don't need to do that no breathing yeah you don't need to say that <laughs> it's implied you said suffocation i get it no breathing i get you don't have to say that all right so they cut the <laughs> cut these but let me ask you how these scientists feel about like if during this process they accidentally cut their arm bleeding. <laughs> they don't give a fuck if they're coming or leaving. Is my understanding. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so they took two different nylon pieces from two different subjects in a closed container that had female mosquitoes. These are 80s Egypti mosquitoes, which I'm entirely certain I mispronounced. Like, Mark Nuffer's name. Okay. Uh, and then they, they they did a series of, this is like, they did March Madness for mosquitoes. They just did m- matchups, pairings, one versus one. Okay. Which one did the mosquito go to? Boom, boom, boom. And then they, they kept uh, narrowing it down, different pairings, different pairings, different nylon scents of these 64 people. You know, just like March Madness, 64 teams on this huge bracket. Yes. I'm sure they had some betting yes. in the in the lab. We both know how many teams are in March Madness. <laughs> yes, you don't have to say anything. We both know that. Everybody knows that. It's apocryphal. <laughs> so 
can't use words I don't understand, Anthony. You can't use words I don't understand. Oh, sorry. Apocryphal is like when, uh, <laughs> is like when something's been passed along from person to person. It's just sort of believed as true. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, so uh, they, they have this massive tournament of uh, which, which, mos- which nylon piece do the mosquitoes like more. And it turned out there was clear proof that some people's scent was more attractive than others. In fact, they, they described subject 33, the 33rd person of 64, mm-hmm. was the clear winner. They were the biggest mosquito magnet. They had an attractiveness score over 100 times greater than that of the least attractive subjects, which were subjects 19. Yeah, fine. They were, okay, period. fine. They won. But how's their yeah. academic performance? Like, are they even Doesn't going, matter. are they even going to class? Like, is, that's what, that's what this study is supposed to be about. Like, it's like, no, March Madness they're king is fun. Of the mosquitoes. No, March They've Madness is fun. But no. like, there's a real reason why these people are in this study and that's to learn. They cut down the nets. <laughs> the mosquito nets. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a bad idea. Everybody got very sick. It's not good. Not good. But they won. They won so, the mosquito madness. What was it so, about subject 33? Well, here's the pattern that they found. The most attractive subjects, the subjects that the mosquitoes tended to gravitate to over time, mm-hmm. tended to produce greater le- levels of carboxylic acids from their skin, while the least attractive subjects produced much less. So carboxylic acids are organic compounds that are created on our skin. In fact, humans create them more than any other animal. Okay. They're created in our sebum. Sebum? Sebum? Sebum. It's that, the sebum. sebum. Uh, I see bum, I don't believe bum. Shaboom, shaboom. Shaboom, shaboom. Bang, bang, bang. Anyway, so it's this, this, this layer of our skin, oily layer, that basically keeps our skin moisturized and protected. But the interesting thing is humans make this compound more frequently than any other animal. I have, I hear this term all the time in uh in context of skincare right uh, yes it's skincare uh it's it's from the right it's from like the sebaceous glands and there's like a whole yes. thing where like people people use all of these all these skincare products to uh to regulate or remove the production of it because it apparently causes oily skin which makes you break out right yes cool so these people are oily and gross. No. Yeah, kind of like oily and gross people. Uh, like, I wouldn't say they're super oily and super gross. Kind of like, like really oily and, and like gross and disgusting. And like, they're very attractive to mosquitoes. And like get, so get, yourself is, a, get yourself a regimen and just do it in the morning and before you go to bed at night so you're not so gross for mosquitoes. Well, so here's the craziest part of this whole thing. Yeah. So- this uh, Voss Hall and her team said uh, they had too few participants in their study to say what personal characteristics make someone more likely to produce these high levels of carboxylic acids. But they're hoping that people uh, will, they, they want to do like a like a skin swab, swab mm-hmm. test where they can do like a mass amount of people and, and really test it. But here's the craziest part. They actually did this tournament, this this March Madness, 
They didn't just do it in March. No, no, no. They did it multiple times, several months apart with the same people. And they found that there wasn't any change in their carboxylic acid levels. Sure. So that, there's I mean, any sure. number of personal things that change. Like their diets have changed. They're, they've done different, they're different times of year. There's oh. different, th- all kinds of things have changed. They forced, they forced subject 33 to become an alcoholic just to <laughs> see. Right. Just to see. Ruined that person's life. That's right. Lost their they, job. Their significant other left them. <laughs> They have no more, they have no more personal ties to anyone. They're in financial trouble. But here's the thing, the carboxylic acid, exactly the same. They've the remorse level soap. of the scientists, zero. Zero. That's Absolutely you know, zero. They're professionals. They then they care. went to the, they were like, and now it's time for the real March Madness. And they went to the office ping pong table. <laughs> yes. We've done the work and now it's time. We've done the work. Now it's time we to set play. Up the bracket. Woo. Now it's time to understand. Who owns the ping pong table? No, the, the kind of soap they use changed. Their, the, all, their eating habits changed. All kinds of things were variables that should have affected now, this scent that the, that, that the mosquitoes are picking up on. No. Genuine question. It doesn't matter. Did they try to control these variables as much as possible or, or make a list of these variables? Or were they just like, live your life, change things up the way you normally do? They... It was the latter, but it, but basically the idea was, does change affect this? Right. Can we go, hey, if you're getting eaten by a bunch of mosquitoes, stop having spinach and you'll, it, you'll see a, a market improvement or right, whatever it is. Right, you know, or, but we didn't, they didn't control for that. So they don't no. know what those changes would be. Well, the fact That's that there, the were, there were, the idea being there were wide changes mm-hmm. and they saw no, no difference. Gotcha. The point being- you know, if there was like a different soap you could use or, you know, using a different soap would right. change that, then maybe there was something or actionable. Like, or, or like diet, like right now. Exactly. Anybody like right now here in the winter, all all anybody's eating is gingerbread, right? Like we mostly like when, right. once October starts or November starts, like we basically just eat gingerbread until February. And pumpkin spice. It's pumpkin spice and gingerbread. And nothing which changed. Is different. Yeah. Okay. But the carboxylic acids don't give crap. No. If you're eating gingerbread or if you're eating summertime you know, strawberries. I wish you know? that most of the people in my life wouldn't care that I'm eating gingerbread. <laughs> but here's the thing. November hits and all I eat is gingerbread. And everybody in my life is like, hey, man, you got to eat more than gingerbread. You look really bad. You look really <laughs> sick. When was the last time you had a bowel movement? Why do you look like, why and do you look like, so puffed up? Are you getting me. any sleep? Can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. And they're like, you're very easy to catch. You're very ill. You have no energy. You've been eating no protein. And I wish they would care less because here's the thing, Jeff. I wish they would be more like mosquitoes. Gingerbread delicious. Gingerbread yummy. Gingerbread only. (laughs) Yummy and delicious. Only wild, only widely available during this quarter of the year. Really? I don't think I have the love of gingerbread you do. Fuck. I love a gingerbread, man. It's clear. You've made that very clear. Love gingerbread. I'm not going to turn down a gingerbread. No, why would you? I'm not going to seek out a a gingerbread. That'd be bonkers. If there's a plate, if there's a plate and upon that plate is a finely crafted gingerbread cookie right next to a sugar cookie with icing of the season. Gingerbread. 
No, 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 no. That's an incorrect answer. What? That's the incorrect answer. No, because sugar cookie all the time. Sugar cookie, yeah, bad exactly. texture. Sugar cookie no, feels like how I'm. How dare you? But sugar cookie feels like I'm literally just biting into sugar. It's almost like I can yes, feel the granules. Exactly. No, it's bad. It's wrong. Gingerbread, refined, subtle taste, <sighs> complex, <laughs> grown up, very good, shaped like little man, fun. Often, often, often shaped like a little man. Sometimes but you know house. What? But dude, I'll but, eat a whole gingerbread house. I'll be the I'll gingerbread be the, house not for eating. I'll be the gingerbread con- house not for eating. Gingerbread house for displaying. <laughs> nah, gingerbread I'll, man. You eat the people. Nah. You don't eat their homes. I go. It's <laughs> it's the nuclear bomb of of cookies. We want to leave the important centers of commerce if we can. You know. Yeah. We want to be sure to leave that so we can come in and take over their factories and centers of business. We want to get rid Just of the organic the materials. Obliterate the organic. Yeah. yeah. Obliterate the, the people. No, I will be the, uh, I will be the kaiju that destroys your gingerbread city. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you have the most ornate, beautiful gingerbread house set up. If I come into your house and you have a giant, beautiful gingerbread house set up, the first thing I'm going to go is, can I have a piece of that? Let me tell you. Let and me then ask if you, you say question, no, Anthony. if you say no, I'm going to find a piece that I can pull off that you don't notice. I'm going to say no for your own safety. What? Tell me any other cookie that is left out on the table for months at a time, just at, just as a display. There's no, you want, you see a gingerbread house. There is no guarantee that that thing is still edible. Oh, buddy. It's still edible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. We've let, we've gone, we have gotten down to only a single step scientific method here on the show this week. I've uh-huh. eliminated 80% of the work and I'm telling you that my hypothesis is I can eat that Delightful. gingerbread house. <laughs> it looks like cookie. Probably well, tastes like cookie. Anyway, so we don't know the, though whether so gingerbread does it doesn't matter if you had this. gingerbread cookie, uh, if you're in gingerbread cookie fall or strawberry summer or plum spring. I don't know. Yeah, plum it spring. It doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter what you eat. Doesn't That's matter when what they send so the Amish kids away. <laughs> <laughs> the... The, the the weird takeaway from this is you're potentially more attractive, scientifically more attractive to a mosquito, and there's nothing you can do about it. There is nothing you can do about it. This so, is your lot in life. So they don't know if it's that this person has more oil. It just has something to do with what's in the oil. No, it's more. It's more. It makes it's, more. Well, it's it's these these acids. It's these carboxylic acids. But we don't if know what's we don't know what's more ma- of them. We don't know what's making you make these acids. Correct. But they could probably. And here's here's where I wish that there was a there has to be like a science hotline where one scientist can call another scientist and be like, surely yeah. somebody has studied the production of carboxylic acids, and we know what makes more and what makes less of them in the body. And if there's any way to change that, surely we could call somebody who studies skin. I myself, mosquito expert, know everything Uh about mosquitoes. Don't you worry. You got mosquito question. I got mosquito answer. I would like to trade mosquito answer (laughs) for skin answer, you know, like a Craigslist. This is the marketplace of ideas. This is the marketplace of ideas. Yes. Which I always imagined as like that scene from Hellboy too. Yeah. Where they go right. where they go into the underground market full of ma- magical mystical creatures. 
Mm-hmm. It's just you go into a secret science market and all the scientists are there with their ideas. And, yeah. they, and they, like, he's like, mosquito ideas, and, two for $70. And people are like, mm, what do you got? Give me, all right, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let me try one mosquito idea. And if I like it, I'll buy the second one. Give me a mosquito idea. Uh, mosquitoes, uh, they, uh, they inject you with a little, uh, tranquilizer before they take your blood. And, uh, some people are more, uh, allergic to that. Ooh, mosquito idea. That's a good idea. Is that a true idea? That's apocryphal. Oh, okay. What does that mean? Hey, word definitions, $14 word definitions. Oh, I just spent all my money on mosquito ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. You'll never know, uh. You'll never know why it's apocryphal. I wish there were other people around me who knew what apocryphal meant and had passed it from one to another. And then those people could share their knowledge with me. No, nah, that's 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 not capitalism. No. Um, that sounds okay. like so, socialism. So now <laughs> it's the socialism so- of ideas. That's the third floor. <laughs> but you're not going to like it. You're you, not going to like you think it at you're all. Gonna, you, you young folks think you're going to like the socialism of yeah. ideas. But you don't because people are no. just sharing bad quality ideas. They just share bad ideas is the problem. <laughs> How do you know what ideas are worth something? When yeah. there's, no, there's no motivation to come up with good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be back to the marketplace of ideas. You're going to be, I mark my words. Marxism, my words. That was terrible. Uh, uh, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. While we can't, change anything about ourselves if you're if you're delicious to or you know you smell great to a mosquito they're going to find you there's nothing you can do about that how how are they finding internally but but the good news is we are taking this uh another fellow Mm. a cell and molecular biologist at the university of california san diego omar akbari here we go he's taking this research he loves the fact that this is new information they are going to try to develop more effective mosquito repellents in the future. He says the secret might be in adding new bacteria to the skin's existing microbiome to alter its scent profile. So we can just do some sick gene therapy or new bacteria. I don't know. This sounds to me like, uh, I already don't, you know what? Here's the thing. I already don't know what insect repellent is doing to me when I spray it on. I don't pay attention because here's the thing. I just don't want insects bite me. You know what I mean? Yeah, well. And so like in the in that- How bad? How bad do you not want them to bite you? Well, Willing to mess with your microbiome? Well, pretty badly because I've never, I've never looked into the safety of insect repellent before. Here's <laughs> yeah. what I know. I know, that when, I know that when I was younger, the idea was there was a thing in insect repellent called DEET and you don't want that. Apparently no, it was making, it DEET. was making people bad. It was doing yeah. genetic things that were not good. Um, but I didn't know that. And I, they, they, when they said, hey, this one doesn't have the bad thing anymore, literally my brain went, oh, cool. There was a bad thing in it, but now there isn't. So great. It's even safer to use than it was before. I still don't look into what's in insect repellent. Do you know that? Yeah. Like, so, no, I, yeah. So, no, I, I, fair. So when it says. Just spray it on you. It can't be that bad. Just spraying it into the air and inhaling half of it, putting it on your skin. Everybody says it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's sure apocryphal. It's so like if you, if, <laughs> so if they say 
we're going to add something that like change, like maybe a bacteria that changes your scent profile. My brain goes, hey, should we be messing with that bacteria? But my brain also goes, hey, buddy, you don't know if they've been messing with all, all kinds of other stuff up until now. There you go. I yeah, haven't even looked you, into Why it. are you concerned now? Why, why now? Oh, oh you have you a, be worried? Oh, whoops. You have a little bit of information and now your ignorance isn't bliss anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, Anthony, guess what? Speaking of uh, ignorance not being bliss anymore, uh, it gets worse. Okay. Our friend that I in- just introduced you to, Omar Akbari. Yeah. The cell and molecular biologist at the University of California, San Diego, who wants to add new bacteria to the skin's existing microbiome to alter its scent profile. You remember him? Yeah. Remember him from just a couple of minutes ago? Yeah. We've met. Guess who he's working with? The grays? The lizard lizard people? It's the Department of Defense. It might as well be. It's the Department of Defense, the DOD. Uh, They have a project that the Department of Defense has funded called Revector. This is a a project that is uh, seeking to develop repellents that can be applied once and be active for multiple months. So the idea is you put your deep woods off on on your skin one day and it works for months and months and months. And Mr. Sure. Akbari says, uh, Dr. Akbari, I don't know, doesn't say. Uh, Mr. Akbari says, um, the idea is taking human colonizing skin bacteria and engineering them in such a way that they can either express a repellent compound or be able to degrade something that's attractive. Okay, this, I always have my my first complaint, question, concern about this, which is, how come it's always got to be the military? How come we can't have anything nice unless the military needs it first? We got to get out of this, we got to get out of this fucking mindset. We're like, well, if the military needs it, we're just gonna, we're just gonna give them millions of dollars to fund it. Because like, Somebody goes in, some dude from the military goes into some dude from the government's office and goes, you know, if they're carrying around that insect repellent, that's like another six ounces in their pack and it takes up space and we need to put more bullets in there to kill other living things. Yeah. Yeah. So like six ounces of bullets doesn't sound like a lot, but it could be the difference between killing another living thing and not killing (laughs) another living thing that day. And do you really want that on your head? (laughs) And And then the guy from the government goes, Shit. <laughs> Shit. Let's give you. Okay. That, you're right. <laughs> Here's $500 million to develop your. Yeah. You know, and then somewhere, bacteria. And then somewhere a thousand miles away, every single symphony orchestra dies. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And, yes. Then, and then nobody gets health care. Um, so like, well, so but now that the now that the Department of Defense knows that the specific carboxylic acids are the most powerful attractors, they think that they are really is really a breakthrough on this whole this whole plan of one 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 spray or cream or something that you put on yourself that literally is smearing bacteria on you. Well, but here's the other uh, thing, and then and then mosquitoes can't smell you. Here's the other problem with the military being uh, the client here, and it always is the problem with the military. The military is going to do just enough research to make sure to make sure it's not going to kill people noticeably. Right. Right. No, noticeably is the key. Yeah, that's the key. The heavy lifting. They're going to be sentence. like, yeah. well, we we tested it and they didn't drop dead. So rub this all over yourself for, you know, once a month 
for your four years that you're stationed in this, you know, tropical region that has a lot of mosquitoes. And, you know, and then maybe 20 years from now, you have weird brain pain that we've never seen before. And yeah, but that's way after I'm already retired. Yeah, at that point, I'm retired. You're near death. No one's listening. Gotta go. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah. That's uh, so, so military. There's one more question that uh, needs answering that uh, Ms. Vosshall and her team uh, looked at. Do mosquito have nose? Do mosquito have nose? Or is that, as they would say, wildly exaggerated? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why? Why would mosquitoes care how much carboxylic acid you have? Why does that matter to them? Why are they attracted to more to people who have more carboxylic acid. Right. Then, what? who cares? What does the mosquito care? Blood is blood, yo. Well, here's their theory. These mosquitoes evolved to prey specifically on humans. And the reason they think that's the case is possibly because humans often uh, have a lot of clean water supply around. Mm-hmm which mosquitoes want to be able to breed new mosquitoes in. Right. So it's and like, we should, we like humans because they have the su- sweet ass clean water that doesn't kill us. Well, and also like we should we should say this. Uh, we're goofing. But in terms of like carrying really intense diseases that we cannot do much about or uh, carrying diseases in areas that do not have uh, the sort of medical facilities and care or, or supplies uh, to treat those diseases in a, in a, uh, in a quick and painless way. Yeah. Mosquitoes are like one of, when you talk about, there's a reason why the military is probably calling this vector, right. is they're a disease vector. And exactly. so they're, a yeah. hu- they're one of the biggest disease vectors in the world. So, uh, you know, the military is calling it re-vector, I would imagine, because it's like, get these mosquitoes out of here. Get yeah. them over. Not a bad, not a bad thing to, to want, no. Not a bad thing to want to do. No, to be able to not have at all. A, a one-time use, multi-month effective mosquito repellent. As long as it's safe. Um, and we all know, as as because yeah. we've done tons of research, and this isn't a new field of research, that the microbiome is safe to mess with. Exactly. There's no downside. <laughs> um, because we know exactly what we're doing. Sure. But so um, now they need to figure out why the mosquitoes want these things. Well, yeah. So, okay. So they, they specifically prey on humans because they like our fresh water. Mm-hmm. And carboxylic acid is mainly, uh, it it exists in nature, but it's mainly produced by humans. So it's a human signifier. If you smell the carboxylic acid as a mosquito, you can be pretty certain it's a human that is generating that odor. So the most carboxylic acid people are the most human. (gasps) So So if you're super attracted, we can weed out the androids. Exactly. This is how you know if you're a Cylon. Oh, dude. So the the good news is. Wait, does that mean you and I don't get. We might be Cylons. We don't get bitten a lot by mosquitoes. Exactly. Do you. I mean, I have my birth certificate. I was born also. Okay. So we've done as. Manufactured. We've done as much research into this as we can. (laughs) Done and And done. so by our new one-step scientific method, we can let this go. We're definitely not sleeper agents from some other species. Of course not. That's a ridiculous thing to even suggest. What are your feelings on Bob Dylan? 
Uh, definitely human. <laughs> uh, so, so the good news here is that you can tell your friend who asks you, hey, why, I, it's annoying. I get, I get mosquitoes love me. Well, that's because you are the most human of us. With the grossest, oiliest skin. <laughs> the oiliest people are the best people. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Because of my genetic makeup, I like that aphorism. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I think this is a pretty awesome story. It, it really clears up something that is something I thought I understood, mm-hmm. but clearly did not. And uh, it, it, it answers that question once and for all. Are some people more attracted to mosquitoes? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I also like this because this is one of those stories of something where it's like, this is the number one question we have. Surely they've done research into it. And I love that, like, I'm sure somebody did research into it in the past. They just, they're not mentioning it here. But I do love that it's always like, oh, wait, yeah, a lot of people do ask me that. Maybe we should look into it. Like, it's funny sometimes, like, the stuff that you, like, the stuff when you're in a field of research, the stuff that you think is important or the stuff that you're following is not necessarily, like, the big questions most people have because maybe that doesn't feel to you like the most important thing. But this turned out it was the question that most people have and pretty important thing. Pretty important, pretty useful information to have. Well, thanks to Spielberg for sending this one in. Good job, Spielberg. Good job as always, Spielberg. Hey, maybe you want to be the next Spielberg. A lot of people have tried. A lot of people have used (laughs) lens flares. Does that work? I don't know. No. (laughs) Walk into your own close-up. Walk into your close-up. Who knows? You could be Spielberg. You could be Spielberg. Who knows? Uh, if you want to be the next Spielberg, maybe you uh, maybe send in a, an interesting story you've seen to us. You can do that at uh, wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com. You can also send it to, well, don't send, uh, send us stories on Twitter. They get lost. But you can, you yeah. can send it. Twitter into the, is dying. No, Twitter is dying anyway. Uh, don't do it. Everybody run to we, Discord. Anthony, we have been doing this show long enough where we recommended people use Facebook. And then we recommended people did not use Facebook. And then we recommended people use Twitter. And now we're recommending people do not use Twitter. It, it really feels like, you know, with every season, turn, turn, turn. You know what I'm saying? From plum spring to gingerbread <laughs> summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so here's the thing. Uh, we're now recommending in order to have good, safe social media that is not going to be harmful in any way that you give us money. That's right. That's the best way to ensure that you are with other cools. Are you a cool? You can be a cool. Are you a new friend? Giving us a dollar a month. A dollar, a single US dollar a month gets you access to our Discord where the cools hang out, share stuff that is absolutely not apocryphal. Which means what? Never mind, never mind. I'm not clear. Uh, Patreon.com slash we have concerns. 